You're watching Lindell TV. Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought-after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report. I'm your host, Alex Newman. Thanks so much for joining us on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. Unless you live in New York, in which case it's not such a beautiful day. It looks a little bit like hell outside. Uh, But, boy, we have all kinds of pride madness infecting our whole country. We'll show you a little sample of what the Biden regime is doing to show how proud they are of homosexuality, transgenderism, sexualizing little kids, and all the rest of it. Before we do, uh, continuing, since we're in Pride Month, I thought, hey, why not have another Bible verse about pride. This one comes out of Isaiah. This is from chapter 2, verse 12. For the Lord of hosts has a day against all that is proud and lofty, against all that is lifted up, and it shall be brought low. So if you're feeling down and dejected because pride is everywhere and you're thinking, how far is this going to go? Don't worry. It will be brought low. Might not be tomorrow. Might get a lot crazier between now and then, but it shall be brought low. You can take it to the bank. Uh, We have a very special guest in studio with us. He's a personal friend and a great American. His name is Christian Gomez. We will get to him in a moment. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Sentinel Report Gold. If you go to sentinelreportgold.com, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. And uh, they help us support the show. And so just as King Charles III of Britain has a crown with the timeless wealth of gold, you can enrich your future with the enduring value of a gold IRA, like those precious crowns. A gold IRA doesn't tarnish with time. It shines brighter in economic turmoil. And boy, ain't that the truth. Uh, It's a hedge against inflation. It offers stability in volatile markets. And so this month, the first solid one-fourth of an ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image on it can be yours with your own qualifying gold IRA 401k rollover of 50000 or more. So you can't go wrong. CentralReportGold.com. Hurry up. CentralReportGold.com. Secure your wealth. Obviously, folks, you know as well as I do that there is a risk of loss with all investments. There's never any guarantees of any kind. But go to CentralReportGold.com. Talk to them and see how they might be able to help you. Um, before we get to our guest, that's some big news, folks. Pat Robertson has passed away. Rest in peace, sir. He was the founder of the Christian Broadcasting Network, the founder of Regent University. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I agreed with every single theological point he ever shared, but um, he did do a lot to spread the gospel around the world. And I was just a few weeks ago, as you guys know, because we did some shows from there in uh, Virginia, at Virginia Beach, uh, where the first English settlers landed. 1607. You remember the prayer that Robert Hunt and his men prayed when they got off of that ship. They put up that big cross and they invoked a covenant. They prayed that God would use them, that we would use this land to take the gospel and the kingdom all over the world, across the whole earth, they said. And of course, God was faithful. And it's just uh, interesting that 
very close to where that first landing happened, very close to where those men bowed down and worshiped and praised God and asked him to use this land to take the gospel everywhere. Um, you had the Christian Broadcasting Network, which actually broadcast the gospel all over the world. Also, folks, um, the Soviet Poverty Law Center, Yes, those guys. Uh, they say Moms for Liberty is a hate group. Yeah, they're an extremist hate group. Um, and you guys know the story, right? Last year they said that uh, parents who complain at school boards are domestic terrorists. They sent the clown car, formerly known as the FBI, to go harangue parents, knock on their doors. They literally used counterterrorism resources on parents because they were upset about the pornography being given to their children. Well, today the SPLC has, uh, not today, actually a couple of days ago, officially designated Moms for Liberty as a hate group. They put them on the hate map, and uh, the group responded. Uh, they said, uh, this coordinated attempt to silence and suppress the voice of parents. Now, full disclosure, I've spoken at many Moms for Liberty events. I, I really like the ladies who who do this. Uh, in fact, I knew them even before they were national superstars. And, uh, you know, I may not agree with every single element of their strategies. I, I might be a little more radical and extreme than uh, Moms for Liberty. I think we just need to get our kids out, forget the school boards. But, hey, uh, you know, they're, they're great Americans. They're great moms. They love their children. They are trying to protect their children from hate and extremism. They do not deserve to be smeared and libeled with these vile accusations. Uh, it's worse than that. Uh, Susan Cork, or Corky, I don't know how you say her name, uh, the director of the Soviet Poverty Law Center's Intelligence Project, uh, author of this crazy report, uh, she met earlier this year with the Biden regime's National Security Council. And, uh, yeah, this is very troubling, folks. This is very troubling. We're watching the weaponization of our government, um, and it needs to stop. It absolutely needs to stop. Uh, we've got some pride news. I just want to just go through this real quick, guys. It'll take a, a minute. Uh, the Canadians have raised the pride flag at um, the Parliament Hill. Uh, CCP bootlicker Justin Trudeau, uh, sometimes known as Justin Castro, uh, he has decided that everybody must bow down to the golden idol of the pride flag. Watch. And with that, I'd like to invite our Prime Minister and Minister uh, Marcy Ian to raise the pride flag, the moment we've all been patiently waiting for. <laughs> all right, enough out of you Canadians. Uh, meanwhile, closer to home, we've got the airports celebrating pride, getting roasted in the comments. Check out this image. Absolutely grotesque. Here's more from the Air Force. Boy, are they proud of their pride and uh, the LGBT stuff. Uh, we've got the CIA celebrating pride uh because i mean false flag attacks sabotage extremism funding terrorist groups overthrowing governments what would it be without your pride in your lgbt-ness uh the u.s department of agriculture i'm sure the farmers across america are just thrilled to know that the usda lit up its headquarters in a symbol that they hijacked from god of course that being the rainbow uh they're very proud too and then local governments too uh the uh san francisco police and sheriffs and, and uh, the fire department uh watch this just unbelievable folks look at this they're acting like it is um i mean they're saluting it like it's an american flag folks this is disgusting this is absolutely disgusting and uh, you know what there, there's a reason for the madness folks they're, they're not just trying to spit in your face and tell you it's raining they are using this to try to drive everybody with a brain everybody with a, a moral fiber in their body out of law enforcement out of federal service out of the intelligence agencies out of law enforcement and out of the military so that they can have a bunch of people who will take illegal orders without question and will be willing to do whatever Joe Biden and his overlords determine needs to be done. This is dangerous. It's outrageous. These people should be held accountable. Congress, I'm looking at you. Why are you funding these agencies that are rubbing Americans' faces in 
this. And I, I'm not saying this is what's going on, but I just think it's interesting that right as Pride Month starts, Canada is up in flames. Uh, major American cities like New York are, are just looking so crazy. I mean, it looks like a post-apocalyptic war. The sky is orange. And, you know, is God judging America? I, I think America is already uh, in the midst of judgment. I don't, I don't think judgment is coming. I think it is here. Uh, is the, the fire part of that? Well, I know it's not part of man-made climate change because that's a hoax. Is it God's judgment? That's certainly more likely than uh, man-made climate change. So stay with us, folks. We're going to be right back with some huge news and our very special guest, Christian Gomez. We'll be right back. You're watching Lindell TV. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Most churches are silent about today's intense culture wars, leaving Christians alone and ill-equipped to stand in the battleground of ideas raging against us. That's why GTI Ministries has created a special bundle of new teaching tools to keep your family, friends, and church from being taken captive by a world at war with our God. We have reformatted our popular You Are What You Think textbook series to synchronize with our Thinking Like a Christian video series, enabling anyone to easily lead others through this life-changing curriculum. Our special bundle also includes new instructor guides for assisting the leader moment by moment and which also contain discussion questions with answer keys. Go to gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top to receive your special bundle containing all these resources for only $119 for the DVD format or $99 for the streamed or thumb drive style. This series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth you need about the battle of ideas being weighed against our families and our nation. Go to gtimin.com, click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed. Welcome back to the Sentinel Report. I am Alex Newman, your host. Uh, thank you for tuning in on whatever platform you're watching us on, uh, Lindell TV, Frank Speech, or if you're watching us on uh, one of the other broadcasters that picks us up, uh, you know, we sure appreciate the folks over at Brighteon.tv, the Active Christian Entertainment Network, of course, the Worldview Weekend Network, uh, the great Brandon Houses operation. So, uh, or if you're listening to us uh, by podcast or radio or however you're tuning in, uh, we really appreciate you. And I do hope you'll go check out MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. And that's stuff I use at home. It's a company owned by and started by a great American uh, company with great deals. And if you use that promo code Newman, the, the discounts are just absolutely amazing. Plus, you can support this show, help keep us on the air, and cover our costs. Uh, we have a very special guest with us in the studio, the one and only Christian Gomez. Uh, he has been a guest host here. He has been a guest on this program before. Uh, he is just, uh, he does so many things. I asked him, what's your title? He's like, yeah, I'm the janitor. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, he does uh, so much. He contributes to the New American Magazine, and he's actually working on an article that we 
we're going to talk about in just a moment. He also does uh, projects for the John Birch Society. Are, are you like a research manager? Research project manager. Research project manager. Uh, so he he's kind of at the forefront of uh, figuring out what the evildoers are doing. And uh, does just so much great work also with the Bulletin. Uh, and, of course, with the New American Magazine, where I serve as senior editor. Now, uh, Christian, great minds, or at least mediocre minds, must think alike. Because uh, <laughs> when I asked you, what should we talk about? You're like, Governor Newsom. I was like, wow, I got that, too. So uh, Governor Newsom, uh, the uh, governor of California, has proposed a 28th Amendment. And it would raise the minimum age to purchase a gun to 21, universal background checks, reasonable waiting period for gun purchases so that that crazy guy that wants to kill you, he'll have at least three or four days uh, before you can arm yourself to protect yourself. And then banning the civilian purchase of assault weapons, by which they mean any weapons that they don't like. Uh, Christian, you zeroed in on something very important here, and that is the call for a con con. So I want to roll a clip of Governor Gruesome, and then we'll get back and get your response. So let's go ahead and air that clip. Every time, it's the same. They tell us we can't stop these massacres. They tell us we have to stand by and watch tragedy after tragedy unfold in our communities. They say we can't stop domestic terrorism without violating the Second Amendment. And the thoughts and prayers are the best we can do. I'm here to say that's a lie. In this country, we do have the power, the power to change things, to reclaim our freedom from fear. Our ability to make a more perfect union is literally written into the Constitution. So today, I'm proposing the 28th Amendment to the United States Constitution to do just that. The 28th Amendment permanently enshrines four additions to the laws of our land. It raises the minimum age to purchase a firearm from 18 to 21. Because if you can't buy a beer, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. It mandates universal background checks to prevent truly dangerous people from purchasing a gun that can be used in a crime. It institutes reasonable waiting periods for all gun purchases, and it bans civilians from buying assault rifles, those weapons of war our founding fathers never foresaw. This will guarantee states as well the ability to enact common sense gun safety laws while leaving the Second Amendment intact and respecting America's gun-owning tradition. The 28th locks in the common sense constitutional protections that Democrats, Republicans, independents, and gun owners overwhelmingly support. And it ensures NRA-owned politicians can never strip those protections away. This fight won't be easy, and it certainly won't be fast. Convening a constitutional convention requires two-thirds of the states to call for this. California will be the first. But that's just the beginning. Join us by going to campaignfordemocracy.com and signing the petition. To protect our communities and protect our freedom, support the 28th. So Governor Newsom, one of the most radical left-wing extremists, wants a constitutional convention. We were told this was something for conservatives to rein in the unchecked liberals, Christian. What's going on? That's right. Uh, uh, Mark Levin and Mark Meckler and Michael Ferris have all said that it's it's Hillary Clinton. It's George Soros. It's common cause. It's the left that's trying to stop a constitutional con- well, the, what they call convention of states article 5 uh convention for proposing amendments and now here you have governor gavin newsom you heard it straight from the horse's mouth and he actually calls it a constitutional convention one that's uh, applied for by 
Two-thirds of the states applying to Congress to call the convention, and he wants California, like he said in that video clip, to be the first state to enact this. And uh, and he would be right if California does apply for the convention for uh, a gun control amendment to the Constitution for all the radical stuff he said before. They would be the first state if if they made that application. States like Hawaii had uh, – in 2012, they had a resolution in their legislature. It didn't go anywhere. It was defeated, fortunately. But the radical Hawaii uh, Marxist Democrats over there, they proposed uh, a resolution requesting Congress to call a constitutional convention where among several different provisions that were, that were nuts, like constitutionalizing Obamacare, they would have actually called for a straight-up repeal of the Second Amendment and the late Supreme Court justice – uh, John Paul Stevens, he passed away in 2019, but in 2018, right before he passed away, he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times where he literally just said, it's just time we demand a repeal of the Second Amendment. So now it looks like Governor Newsom has heeded that call, and he's probably uh, listened to what M Mark Meckler and, and, uh, and others have said about a convention, and now he's using that same supposed tool of the right to reign in the federal government to actually increase and expand the size of government like we've never seen before. But, 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 but Mark Meckler and Mark Levin said this was going to guarantee that we could reign in the federal government and they'd never be able to touch our second amendment. Uh, Christian, I, I have a theory and, and you and I didn't talk about this beforehand. I, I would love to get your response to this because back in the 1970s, when they wanted to overthrow our constitution, they were using liberals. And they, they had a bunch of liberals and a bunch of Democrats advocating for a constitutional convention. They had new constitutions written. They were ready to go. And that went exactly nowhere because conservatives weren't on board. Conservatives still basically controlled most of the states. They, were, they weren't on board with this. And so they had to repackage this. And so, you know, along comes Mark Meckler with his, you know, conservative buddies, allegedly. And um, they failed again, right? They've lost, what did they lose? Six, six out of six battles so far this year. It's about to be rescinded in Alabama. I mean, they, they are just getting black and blue. I mean, it's looking like total fools trying to pretend like the, the John Birch Society doesn't exist, and yet they're stopping us everywhere. Uh, <laughs> amazing. So my theory is they finally realized they're never going to fool enough conservatives, thanks to the efforts of people like you. And so now they're saying, all right, let's go back to our liberal strategy. We'll just steal enough states and steal enough elections to be able to use liberals to get the con-con through. What do you think? Am I being too conspiratorial here? No, I, I don't think you're being conspiratorial at all. You're being uh, – you're exactly correct. Uh, in the book was a Between Two Ages that was written by uh, Zipkin Brzezinski. Uh, he called for a national constitutional convention by either the 200th anniversary of the country, so 1976 because the book was published before that, or by the 200th anniversary of the ratification of the Constitution, um, 1789, so that would have been – uh, 1989, and didn't happen then, but he called for a national constitutional convention to update America's constitution. The Ford Foundation, um, they funded the, the movement for a new constitution in the 70s as well, the New States of America constitution. These things went nowhere. They were seen for what they were, radical outlandish proposals. And it was at that same very time, the late 1970s, just as the ERA is uh, starting to dwindle in the late 70s, was when they started to make the movement for a constitutional convention under the guise of wanting uh, a balanced budget amendment added to the Constitution. And that's been the call of conservatives, so-called, since the late 70s, early 80s, to get a con-con uh, under the excuse, so we need to balance the budget. And now people like Mark Levin and Meckler and Ferris are saying, we need the so they've, they've renamed it a convention of states because... Thanks to the efforts of the John Birch Society and others, we have poo-pooed, so to speak, 
the term constitutional convention and the and they've decided to rename it something else convention of states uh but now we're seeing this past year we've seen in states like maine and new hampshire the convention of states organization working together with uh cos working sorry the, the convention of states organization working together with Wolfpack, which is a liberal organization that wants a convention for the extensive purposes, literally gutting the First Amendment to overturn citizens, the Citizens United Supreme Court case. So we're seeing a convergence of left and right that wants a con-con. And like you pointed out, Alex, this year, COS took a licking. They were defeated in um, not just in committee, but they were defeated on the floor in the wholesale legislatures with Republican-dominated legislatures. So they were defeated in South Dakota, Wyoming, uh, Iowa. I mean, huge, embarrassing defeats. Even in Texas, a state that once Governor Abbott once touted the convention of states as one of his main agendas, this year um, they were ha they had a resolution that which would have extended the sunset clause on their convention of states resolution from 2017 because they passed the convention of states resolution in that year, but they also passed another bill saying any. Um, Article 5 resolution expires within seven years if the convention hasn't happened by then. And the seven-year mark would be 2025. They had the bill. Mark Meckler was lobbying in Texas, but thanks to the hard work of JBS members there, we killed that from passing in the regular session. Uh, there is a possibility that the governor, if he wants to pull a Governor Newsom, if, if Governor Abbott chooses, they could call the special session and try to push it there again. But hopefully that won't happen. But as far as uh, the session goes, regular, the regular session, we defeated COS even in uh, Mark Meckler's home state of – well, his, his adopted home state of of texas because his real home state california actually is uh joining him <laughs> with, with governor newsom oh man it, it, it's such a crazy story you can't make this kind of stuff up in politics but uh you know i, I want to say uh, most of the people that i've met who are promoting the cos they're they're good decent honorable americans and they're nice people but mark meckler is, is something else entirely i've heard him lying i mean knowingly lying i mean this is a guy who's saying things that are not true knowing full well they're not true and whenever you see something like that, uh, you know, that's a big red flag. And so I think finally people are starting to get this. People are starting to understand this. But, uh, Christian, there are probably some folks watching us right now who don't understand. Maybe they, they've heard uh, Mark Meckler on some show that they trust, maybe Mark Levin. And they're thinking, well, I thought we were going to restrain the federal government with the Constitutional Convention. We're, we're down to just uh, five or six minutes left. But give folks an understanding of why this is – I mean, I think Governor Newsom helped explain why this is so dangerous. If crazy liberals who want to take away our guns think we should have a con-con to do that, uh, that's obviously a, a big danger. But what are some of the threats here to our Constitution, to our liberties? Uh, you know, what, what's – What's the risk? Well, it's important to know that all the 27 amendments that we do have in the Constitution, including the Bill of Rights, all of those came out of proposals from Congress that passed two-thirds of the House, two-thirds of the U.S. Senate, then ratified by three-fourths of the states. This idea of having a convention, it's never been successfully done before. There have been applications, but there's never been enough where Congress said, okay, there's, a, there's enough uh, applications here, two-thirds of the states, so we're going to call a convention. And that's a good thing that there hasn't been enough calls yet, because if there was such a convention, it opens up the entire Constitution. Article 5 is extremely vague about uh, the the convention itself. It's never happened before, and um, the states aren't going to control the process like Mark Meckler repeatedly says. He makes it sound like the state legislators are going to be the the delegates. That's why he even calls it a convention of states. But the term convention of states is not in Article 5, and nowhere in Article 5 
Let's just say the delegates will be legislators. In fact, there have been bills proposed in Congress, like the Federal Constitutional Convention Procedures Act of 1973 passed the Senate, not the House, and it proposed that the representation at a convention would be made up uh, similarly to the Electoral College in the House and Senate, where you have by population and a few extra delegates uh, determined you know, for one state uh, as well. So you'd have like 535 delegates at like the House and Senate, like the Electoral College total number. And so basically states like California and Texas would overpower states like Wyoming and South Dakota in terms of the representation. So it won't be one state, one vote. Meckler says it will be, but nothing guarantees that that's the case. And this is the vehicle where you can get a whole new constitution. Meckler and the, con- the supporters of an Article 5 convention on the conservative side, so-called, they'll say about Newsom, probably, oh, well, he can propose all he wants, but you're not going to find uh, three-fourths of the states that will ratify, because that's always the the, the linchpin. Now, that's the safeguard. Three-fourths of the states would never ratify a radical amendment. Really? Like the 16th Amendment, the progressive income tax, the 17th Amendment, which stole from the states the ability um, to um, reign in the federal government by having essentially ambassadors who represent the will of the state government. Now it's elected at large. And not just that, at the original convention in Philadelphia, they changed the method of ratification from all states required in under Article 13 of the Articles of Confederation to and make changes permanent to the Articles of Confederation. They were, they changed it to Article 7 of the U.S. Constitution, which said that only the special conventions in nine of the states out of the 13 at the time were necessary to adopt this Constitution, and that's exactly um, what happened. The Constitution that we have today, as great as it is, was only officially ratified uh, with uh, without the approval of states like Rhode Island, North Carolina. They did eventually approve it. By the time they approved it, it was already the Constitution. Uh, so we have a convention today. The same historical precedent applies. They could, again, propose a whole new Constitution and say this Constitution isn't bound by whatever Article 5 says. It's bound by its own new method of ratification included in the text of our new Constitution. And that might be 50% of votes plus one. You stuff the ballots in California. You stuff the ballots in Detroit. You stuff the ballots in Philadelphia, New York, and presto, we've got a new Constitution. Say goodbye to your Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Say goodbye to uh, your free speech, your religious liberty. In the spirit of democracy, we could have a national referendum to determine if if a new Constitution or set of amendments is ratified. And, and that's what uh, what's this, Newsom actually said. I mean, the whole thing is called a convention for democracy. Uh, yeah, it, campaign for democracy. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So uh, you look at 2020 and look at 2022. Do we do, do? Can we really trust nationwide results? That's yeah. up to you to decide yeah. if you want to trust that to uh, ratify amendments and potentially a new constitution to the U.S. Yeah, folks, the, the threat is absolutely enormous. And, you know, I mentioned the dishonesty before. And, and you folks who watch regularly, you know that I am a really nice guy. I almost never have mean things to say about people. You know, even the people that I kind of take little digs at and stuff, it's just, you know, in good fun and friendliness. But when we're dealing with the COS people, there's an, an, an amount of dishonesty that uh, I've never seen from an allegedly conservative movement. Uh, and, and Christian and I both know this. We have been approached by legislators from all across the country, and it's the same story every time. 
I got all these petitions from Convention of States people. I called some of these people. They said, I never heard of a Convention of States. I would never support a Convention of States. What kind of thing is this? Um, and, and we've got those videos, but you can see them online. I interviewed uh, Representative Dorothy Moon, who's now the, the chair of the Idaho Republican Party. This was in 2016. She said, uh, some of the people who were sending me these petitions were birchers. I know they're my friends. They don't support this crazy stuff. Uh, and so she called them and they said, no, I didn't do that. Uh, same thing with uh, multiple lawmakers that you have interviewed, multiple lawmakers since then that I have interviewed interviewed so folks uh there's just fraud and deception all over the place here and we're, we're only just scratching the surface I, we're, we're out of time christian but uh I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg this is such a dangerous agenda and folks right now uh you know the constitution may not be perfect i think it's very good but it, it may not be perfect but right now we're in the right all this crazy stuff that the federal government's doing is unconstitutional. So we still have the supreme law of the land on our side, and we have something to go back to. If they manage to throw it in the trash, it's all over. Christian, we're down to about 30 seconds. Uh, tell the folks how to learn more about these issues. Uh, you're writing an article right now for The New American. How do people find that? Well, the article will be published uh, later today. If not, tomorrow morning, check thenewamerican.com. And for more information about the, the CONCON issue, Article 5 Convention, jbs.org. And then click on the action uh, alerts, the take action alerts on the um, on the top left corner there, and then you'll find stop a constitutional convention. Uh, click on that or jbs.org forward slash concon, and you'll find there. There's even a tab on the left for legislator testimonies. It has all the interviews that the both of us have done for the New American and the John Birch Society, uh, talking to these very legislators who, who were saying just what you said a moment ago. Well, Christian, you are a great American. Uh, thank you so much for the hard work you have been doing on this issue. And and I think a, a lot of people think, oh, that's an obscure issue. That's not like a, a sexy issue that we all need to jump on. But it, it is one of those existential threats to our republic and to our freedom. And so even though you know I love a lot of the people that have gotten sucked up into this movement, we must stand against it. And thank you so much, Christian. All right, folks, we are just about out of time. But I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Sentinel Report. It's, a, it's an honor and a joy and a privilege to be able to speak with you every day. Um, if you're one of those people who loves this show but doesn't need necessarily more pillows or or uh, more you know uh, support for our advertisers there's another way you can support us if you go to franksocial.com that's franksocial.com forward slash you forward slash alex newman you can follow me on frank social we got thirty two thousand something uh, followers there we'd love it if you join us there and if you enjoy this content if you want to support us for three bucks a month, you can sign up, support us, and that helps keep us on the air. That helps pay the people who uh, make this happen. We can continue producing the high-quality journalism that you have come to rely upon. Thank you so much for, get, for watching once again. I am Alex Newman. This is the Sentinel Report. Until next time, God bless you all. You're watching 